Welcome to Sunrise, your weekday podcast bringing you a fresh squeeze into Florida's news, politics, and culture. I'm your host, Tremel Gomes, reporting from the Florida Capitol as a number of teachers around the state are finding their bonus checks are bouncing. $3.6 million was apparently spent to print the names of, you know, the education commissioner and the governor on the front of the check. Um, obviously and objectively would have been less expensive just to do direct deposit. Leon County School Superintendent Rocky Hanna says he feels bullied by Governor Ron DeSantis over mask mandates, and he's calling on his school board to keep rejecting the governor's ban. If it was just about you, wear it, don't wear it, that's your personal decision. But when your rights start to infringe on someone else's rights, that's where your rights end. And satellite manufacturer Tehran Orbital plans to build a $300 million facility on Florida's Space Coast that will bring more than 2,000 jobs to the area. Phase one alone will be over 660,000 square feet of space. We will bring all aspects of satellite creation, manufacturing, production into one place. Today's Sunrise interview is with Democratic State Senator Jason Pizzo of Miami. After sharing a single tweet about a teacher seeing their $1,000 bonus checks bounce, dozens more came forward saying their state-issued checks were also no good. We check in on some of the top stories trending around the state and capital, plus we have your calendar of political events and more. But first, a word from our sponsor. You're listening to the Sunrise Podcast from Florida Politics. Following is a paid political advertisement paid for by Florida Education Champions. Online sports betting, it's legal and it's coming to Florida. With passage of our amendment next year, any tax revenues collected are required to supplement the Florida Educational Enhancement Trust Fund. Hundreds of millions of dollars in new revenue for students and teachers, with more choices and competition for Florida consumers. Be a champion today. Learn more and request your petition at FloridaEducationChampions.com. And now the top stories on Sunrise for Tuesday, September 28th. It's National Voter Registration Day, National Good Neighbor Day, and if you'd really like to be a good neighbor, give yours a strawberry cream pie because it's Strawberry Cream Pie Day. On this day in 1787, the Congress of the Confederation voted to send the just-completed Constitution of the United States to state legislatures for their approval. On this day in 1918, marked the world's first flu epidemic in history. An estimated 30 million people died worldwide from the Spanish flu. And in 2008, SpaceX successfully launched Falcon 1, becoming the first privately owned company to send a liquid-fueled rocket into orbit. Governor Ron DeSantis was on the Space Coast to announce the arrival of Terran Orbital to Florida. According to its CEO, Mark Bell, you shouldn't feel bad about not knowing who they are. Uh, we're excited to announce that uh, Terran, Terran Orbital will be investing $300 million in the Space Coast by bringing its commercial spacecraft and constellation facility to Space Florida's launch and landing facility. Bell says their new 660,000 square foot facility will be able to produce more than 1,000 satellites a year and 1 million satellite components. To be fair, you've probably never heard of us till today, and that's okay. We're currently, we're currently listed on billions of dollars of U.S. government programs and growing at an incredible rate. 
One of the satellites it's developing will use radar to be able to see through clouds and smoke to get a clear image that could help respond to storms and wildfires and can be used by the military. You notice you always see the planet on a clear sunny day. It's because traditional imaging can't see through the clouds and can't see at night. With Predestar, you'll be able to take images of the Earth 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. It's a technological breakthrough which will radically change how we look at our amazing planet. DeSantis said employees at the facility will earn an average salary of $84,000. The facility is expected to be completed in 2025. When it comes to the ongoing battle with Governor Ron DeSantis and his efforts to ban mask mandates in schools, Leon County School Superintendent is among several districts around the state pushing back. Hannah says the governor is acting like a bully. And I think it's the governor's responsibility to give local districts the autonomy to do just that. Because one size does not fit all. But for him to be dug in on this issue, it's almost like we don't have a voice at all. And at every turn, at every turn, he just tries to knock us back on our behinds. The Tallahassee Democrat notes Leon is among five county school districts in a legal challenge against the governor's ban on mask mandates. Hannah says both the governor and the change in rules ushered in by the new Surgeon General, Dr. Joseph Lapido, making it optional for parents to keep their infected, asymptomatic kids quarantined, is an abuse of power. The Department of Health has overstepped its bounds. Its job is to stop the spread of contagious diseases. Telling parents they can, they have rights to opt out of wearing a mask has nothing to do with stopping the spread of a contagious disease. And I also think we are within the Parental Bill of Rights, which was passed having nothing to do well before COVID. But that says that the state has a compelling interest that we can take mitigating factors as long as they aren't too intrusive. The Leon County School Board will be debating the issue tonight at 6. Today's Sunrise interview is with Senator Jason Pizzo. The Miami Democrat joins us to share a story about how he heard a school employee try to cash their $1,000 disaster relief bonus check and it bounced. An apparent banking error by J.P. Morgan Chase caused dozens of other teachers to see the same result. Let's hear how it all went down with Senator Pizzo. Senator Pizzo, welcome to Sunrise. How are things going in your world? They are, uh, we're, we're catching up. Uh, we've had a uh, a lot of tragedy and devastation, obviously, this past summer with Surfside in our district. So we're still uh, working daily to help people rebuild their lives uh, as best as we possibly can. Uh, we, we obviously we had our first committee week last week uh, and several coming up uh, leading into session. So we're gearing up. Still so sorry about the devastation there in Sunrise. I've been following and saw that you've been very vocal on Twitter regarding teachers and teachers not receiving their, their bonus checks, which is surprising to see that the government's check is getting bounced. So what's going on there? So we, we were sent uh, from a, a concerned person about a, a check not clearing. You know, we, of course, casually and colloquially call it bouncing. Uh, but um, quickly we heard thereafter uh, from a couple people that it was a banking error or the blame was laid on Chase, J.P. Morgan Chase, I guess maybe perhaps from pulling from the wrong account. Uh, and we thought it would have been localized. The The example we had, I think one was from Jackson, but I just heard actually today from, from a teacher in Osceola County. Uh, and then we heard uh, about another one possibly in Palm Beach County. And really, I you know, I didn't know what the genesis was. And the way I posed it, it wasn't accusatory. It was I wasn't blaming anybody. I just sort of it was sent this image 
and really to te test the truth and veracity and the scope of how widespread it was, I just sort of posted it in a very Henry Fonda, 12 Angry Men kind of way, you know, saying, I don't know, I'm just I'm just asking, are there any teachers out there whose checks bounced? Uh, and it sort of went viral from there. Yeah, it's interesting to see that when you think you're just the only person dealing with a problem and then you share it and find out like, you know, there are so many others, unfortunately, in this situation. But I know you weren't trying to be accusatory, but I know there was an issue of like, why couldn't this be direct deposit situation? Yeah, I shudder to think outside of uh, not providing direct deposit information you know, like at the beginning of an employment that I might have had, you know, that we got a paper check, but I think it's required for teachers to provide direct deposit information. So it begs the question, you know, on a, on a couple levels, let's be honest, the $3.6 million was apparently spent to print the names of, you know, the education commissioner and the governor on the front of the check. Um, obviously and objectively would have been less expensive just to do direct deposit. We obviously have these, these teachers, um, bank account information already if they're receiving salaries. So it could have been done through the through the school board. You know, so it was sort of unnecessary. I just think, uh, honestly, Trimble, that, you know, there was somebody on a Thursday or Friday that went to deposit the check that was relying on it that, you know, because of such advanced notice um, and it didn't clear. And so there was, you know, whether it's one, five or 50 or 500, uh, you know, people were slapped with, with NSF insufficient, insufficient uh, funds fees. So I, I also understand immediately there after JP Morgan said, we're going to reimburse all of those. But then I also think back to, you know, when you apply to the Florida bar or for a job or any type of questionnaire, you know, you're asked, you know, have you ever bounced a, a check? Have you ever been, you know, slapped with an NSF fee on a checking account or, and, you know, maybe you carry a letter that says, Hey, no, it wasn't my fault, but it's still something that you have to answer and something that's unnecessary if we had just direct deposit. I did not even think about that aspect of the unintended consequences, the long-term effects. When I applied to the Florida bar, I was asked that question. When I applied uh, for a job as a prosecutor at the state attorney's office in Miami-Dade, I was asked that question, and I know it's on a bunch of others. So what's the teaching moment or the teachable moment out of this? Well, I couldn't resist that one. It, it was involving teachers, so I wrote on Twitter that it was a teaching moment. Is Let's just go with things that are more efficient. Uh, you know, you, you don't close in a house or finance anything. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's all wires now. It's all direct deposit. And you know immediately if, if the funds are available. You know, there's nothing pending. There's nothing pending deposit as to whether or not it clears. You know, I just think I'm, I'm not, again, it wasn't accusatory. It was just, it was unnecessary to spend that amount of money to print checks in the first place. And it was unnecessary you know, call it an inconvenience, but I think it's a little longer lasting than an inconvenience when someone's check bounces in their account. But again, preventable and unnecessary. So, you know, yeah. it took three three point six million dollars for the governor to finally get his name on the front of a paycheck in his professional life. And it didn't go so well. What's next on your radar? What are you focusing on? Committee week is over. Preparing for session. What, what's next for you? So in upcoming committee weeks, uh, I'm the Proud to be the chair of the Criminal Justice Committee in the Senate. So we're going to be working on some criminal justice bills uh, with my colleagues and, and myself. We'll have a condo bill uh, as it relates to uh, to Surfside and to necessary uh, condo reform, so to speak. That's been that's been um, too long uh, that we've been waiting too long for. So, yeah. All right, sir. Well, Senator, thank you so much for speaking with me. Thank you so much.
Now here's your calendar of events. The Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School Public Safety Commission, which works on issues related to school safety, will meet for a second day in Broward County at 8.30 this morning. Several events happening at 9, Enterprise Florida will start its two days of meetings in Sarasota County. The Space Florida Governance and Compensation Committee will discuss the performances and compensation packages of President and CEO Frank DeBello and the Executive Vice President. The Florida Historical Commission will meet to review and rank applications for Historic Preservation Special Category Grants, and the Florida First Responder Suicide Deterrence Task Force will meet at 2. The Florida House will largely pack committee and subcommittee meetings into three days when it returns to Tallahassee for a second round of meetings in advance of the 2022 legislative session. That's the week of October 11th. Minimum wage workers in Florida will get a voter-approved pay boost this week. The statewide minimum wage here in the state will go up to $10 an hour starting September 30th and will go up $1 a year for the next five years. And finally, as you jumpstart your day, thanks for tuning in for today's Sunrise. I'm Tramel Gomes at the Capitol, inviting you to join us again tomorrow for a fresh squeeze into Florida's news, politics, and culture.